Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird, our one and done episode. Yes. And you get a twofer this week because it's not even tropical. Fucking liars. We are both drinking ours. Usually we share a tall beer, but we have regular sized beers and we're both drinking it. It's from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company out of Chico, California. I sound like a sports announcer. <laughs> and it's Tropical Torpedo Tropical IPA, which I was just telling Tiffany, I think it's off air. Tropical Torpedo is the name of my vacation dildo. The dildo that you take with you on your travels. It yes. makes sense. Yes. It's not tropical. And I don't like IPAs. Oh, God. It's rough. It's rough. It is rough. But the can is cute. And the can is I very like cute. Sierra Nevada because we are very close to Chico. Yeah. One time a guy came into the bar and ordered an IPA. And I still <gasps> to this day do not know if he was joking. Oh. I just was, I was like, wait, what? And then I looked at all the taps and I saw the IPA and I was like, oh, okay. I didn't shame him. I just gave him the beer. Total idiot or complete genius. Who am I to judge? IPA. I don't know. It's kind of fun to say. So now I always say IPAs, and now I leave people thinking, total idiot or total genius every time I walk away. I love it. Okay. So today, once again, I'm heading up the one and done. Yes. All right. So I just have to say, you did a great job last week. I know it was dark and heavy. but And long. I, uh, dark, know, heavy, and long. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm looking for. That's all I need. Craigslist casual connections. Just add girth to that list. Oh, no. <laughs> a little girth never hurt anybody. In case you were wondering, this is a not safe for work podcast. Oh, and did you think we were talking about penises? No, because we're talking about zucchinis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. Obviously. The greener the zucchini, the girthier the zucchini, the longer the zucchini. The more vitamins? Yes. Vitamin D. Yes. <laughs> so today we are talking about the final final of our Holly Weird series, we are talking about Hollywood and aliens. You know we had to end it with motherfucking aliens. UFO episode, baby. Yes. It's, it's honestly Hollywood and UFOs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is a whole episode on how celebrities are actually aliens. It's actually, and this episode is about aliens spotting <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> That's actually what it's about. Uh, it's a celebrity sightings from a UFO perspective. Yes. <laughs> or an like, alien perspective. Look at those assholes down there. Lock your doors. We're driving past Earth. <laughs> okay. So my sources are timemagazine.com, people.com, Wikipedia, History Channel, LA Times. And um, I have a couple of photos that we will post yes. on the One and Done feed. And they are also from... The LATimes.com. It's probably not surprising, but many celebrities believe in aliens. I mean, they're creative types. Yeah. You know. Art, artsy fartsy types, mm-hmm. artistics, artists, mm-hmm. artisans. Yes. Oh, wait, is that bread? It's, it's, yes, it's both. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> this fucking episode's already off the rails. <laughs> Four minutes in. Okay. Um. Also, I think that across the United States, especially now that the U.S. military has finally admitted that unidentified flying objects do in fact exist. Mm -hmm. It's about damn time. Belief in extraterrestrials is becoming more mainstream. 
Yeah, right. it is. You know, I'm a little bit um, perturbed that that happened right before the fucking dumpster fire that 2020. So it's on the back burner. And everybody's acting like it, like nobody cares because 2020 is such a shit show. It's yeah. like UFOs is somehow the like small fish. It's the least shocking thing that's happening in 2020. Yes, it really it's is. It's really annoying to me. Yeah. So in today's one and done episode, I'm going to go over a few celebrities that have had a more personal UFO or alien experience. Ooh, because okay. like I said, there's a huge list of celebrities right. that just believe. Right. So just be like me, like listing every celebrity ever. That's just. Like the credits of yeah. a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the celebrities might surprise you. Okay. Some of them definitely won't. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. So first on my list, Fran Drescher. <gasps> Yes, can the you, nanny, the you, fucking nanny. Can you do an impersonation? Uh, okay, what did she say? <laughs> I don't know, but her voice is fantastic. I um, love her. And she is hottie. Oh, yeah, she is she a hottie. She has great hair. She was like that um, iconic 90s sitcom star. Yes. So, Fran Drescher believes she had an alien abduction scenario when she was a young woman. Whoa. Yeah. I'm starting off with kind of a cool one. So she claims that while driving with her father, they encountered aliens. And she believes these aliens left a scar on her hand that is evidence of an alien implant. No fucking way. Yeah. Yes. And on top of that, she believes that these said aliens wanted her and her former husband to meet as he has a similar scar on his hand. No way. Yeah. Did the aliens tell her they were going to get divorced? <laughs> she, I, I mean, I don't know if she believes it now. <laughs> I, I don't think that he's quite on board with her theories. But yeah, she okay. she believes that they that she has had like that intimate of an alien encounter. Okay, that's pretty fucking cool. It's, it's cool. It's crazy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Fran, I see you. I see you. Okay, the next one, not quite as cool, but Nick Jonas. Okay. When Nick Jonas was a teenager, he and a friend saw what they believed to be three flying saucers in the night sky. They saw blue lights flashing and kind of flying around. Although the U.S. military later took credit for the lights, but like we can believe them. I mean, right. It was a sighting that a lot of people in Southern California saw. This sighting ignited a fascination with UFOs and ETs in the Jonas brother. Really? And he's like a total believer. Yeah. And I think he still thinks that what he saw was actually yeah. a UFO. I mean, military cover-up. Have you heard of it? Yeah. I, I wouldn't, if I saw something and I really thought it was a UFO based on what I saw, I wouldn't just like blindly be like, oh, nope, military said it's not. Yeah. Right? And I that's also, have... I guess, my internal voice is I talk like this for some reason in my own head i don't know why i did an impersonation of myself that's fine. your inner i don't know why i did an impersonation of my own inner monologue to sound me sound like a fucking douchebag i don't know why i did that you ready for this mm-hmm. elvis presley oh yes okay the king himself elvis presley so there are a few legends around elvis and extraterrestrials mm-hmm. and i'm not sure if these are firsthand stories from Elvis himself or stories he told friends that were later reported on because I found this information in a couple of different lists but I couldn't find the source of the conversations themselves okay so it was on 
it was, I saw it everywhere, but then I, I kept trying to find, you know, like the, an interview with Elvis or a book or whatever. And I mm-hmm. could never find that. Okay. But it came up so many times. I have to believe that there's a nugget of truth in there. Like where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. The story goes that the night Elvis was born, his father went outside early morning, 2 a.m. or something for a smoke. Uh-huh. And saw an unexplainable bright light <gasps> in the sky above the family home. And after that, he knew that his son was going to be special. What? Then, when Elvis was eight, he was allegedly telepathically visited by aliens who gave him a vision of, quote, a man wearing a white suit singing to a crowd. No way. So cool. In his adult life, Elvis also claimed to see UFOs flying in the night sky while traveling through the desert. Okay. That's pretty cool. I mean, that is cool. I wonder... Yeah, I wonder, I, I'm just like hoping all of these are true. Like, Digital download that mm-hmm. Elvis was, that's why he wore the white suit. Yes. It's like a vision of his own future. I mean, and we find those, with, we the theory of digital download is so popular mm-hmm. as as far as like creatives and intellectuals and mm-hmm. academics. and It's almost like, do the aliens know these people are kind of special mm-hmm. or is the alien encounter what makes, makes them special yeah mm-hmm. Ooh. all right david bowie oh yes i love bowie okay <laughs> this one probably isn't like the most surprising on the list right so when david bowie was a kid he claimed to see ufos all the time he claimed it was like <laughs> a common occurrence in his life okay so I guess if you grow up constantly seeing flying saucers, nothing is going to seem that wild and crazy, <laughs> which I guess kind of explains David Bowie in a nutshell, right? We'll, we'll talk about digital download. Yes. You know what I mean? Like style, Maybe musical that's what style, was happening. you know, like talk about, yeah. I mean, like he's like fucking out there, man, but in such a brilliant artistic yeah. way it's like so maybe digital it's, download maybe that's why oh my god that explains a lot honestly it yeah. explains a lot yes also bowie claimed to see a ufo in the desert again as mm-hmm. an adult mm-hmm. although he wasn't sure if it was an actual ufo or his mind trying to make sense of a portal oh. to another dimension okay david bowie you know what you fucking rock man you rock in more ways than one when my son who's a teen now mm-hmm. was like five years old he was obsessed with that labyrinth movie and I I feel like I watched it once with him thinking he's not gonna like this but he was obsessed and watched it pretty much every day for six months oh my goodness I just think I just think that's so funny kids do that though they get so obsessed with a movie Mm -hmm. and they'll want to watch it every single day for 50 years but usually it's a cartoon not a labyrinth with David Bowie and puppets (laughs) okay this one is one of my favorites. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So, Kurt Russell. Oh, I love him. Okay. A lot of people probably ha- remember this. Um, I don't actually watch Jimmy Kimmel, so I didn't hear about it until I heard about it later on Reese Darby's uh, podcast, The Cryptid Factor. Yeah. Actually. Yes. But Reese Darby also has um, Aliens Like Us mm-hmm. on Spotify, mm-hmm. and he's Great hysterical podcast. and so fun. So. So it's it's like the it's such a good podcast because he is innately funny yes and I just get the sense that he's just like innately kind yes he seems so kind and he's been fascinated with UFOs paranormal Mm -hmm. stuff his whole life Mm -hmm. it's like a genuine interest of Mm -hmm. his and Mm -hmm. they also have great interviews and at the end of the podcast they always have like a or usually have a um 
experiencer. Yes. And so it's, it's funny. It's just a good time. And it's so informational. Mm -hmm. I think I've learned most about aliens from aliens like us Mm -hmm. than I have from anything else. And even the older podcast, Cryptid Factor, which was so silly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I still learned a ton of shit. Mm -hmm. It's, it's my, I I loved them. I, I hope that Cryptid Factor comes back. So on a Jimmy Kimmel interview in 2018, Kurt Russell told a fantastic story about seeing a UFO while dropping his son off on a date. What makes this story even more intriguing is that when I say Kurt was dropping Oliver off, I mean by way of airplane. Mm -hmm. The story goes that Kurt Russell was flying into Phoenix and they saw six lights in the shape of a triangle in the night sky. Kurt called the lights into the airport you know, uh, I see this, what, what's going on? Can I land kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And the airport reported they saw nothing on their monitors. Years later, Goldie, I'm just acting like me and Goldie Hawn, they're on <laughs> first name basis. No big deal. Goldie was watching a show on TV about UFOs and the Phoenix UFO sighting was on that show. Kurt had totally forgotten about the experience until the show sparked the memory. Alien memory screen, perhaps? Yep. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I'm saying 100% yes. You don't fucking forget something like that unless someone wants you to forget. Unless, or if you're just like Kurt Russell and you're so cool, like seeing a UFO is just a blip on your radar. Yeah. It's just like the the, the least exciting thing that happened that day. It is a little, it is a little odd though. So on this show that Goldie was watching, they explained that there were numerous sightings by pedestrians of this UFO. Mm Mm-hmm. And that there was one unknown pilot that reported seeing the phenomena. And Kurt knew that pilot was in fact himself. He's like, what? The one unknown pilot? That's me. That's me. That's me. Yeah. He even double checked his logbook and it was noted he was in Phoenix on that night. So it was definitely him. Yeah. He also mentioned on that interview that Goldie had had her own personal experience with, I'm not sure, UFO alien experience. And I tried to find it online and I couldn't find it. He said it was in her book. So if you have read the Goldie Hawn book and you know what I'm talking about, please let me know. Oh, yeah. Let us know. Yeah. I so mean, I guess we could always buy the Goldie Hawn book. But. We could. But if you but if you just happen to know, feel free to, feel free to drop us a line because yeah. I would love to hear it. And Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I, I mean, mean, is there a more a iconic God. duo? I so think cute. not. Bert and Ernie, maybe. That's it. <laughs> First Bert and Ernie, <laughs> then Goldie and Kurt. Yes. They're so they're they're pretty adorable. I follow Goldie Han on um social media and every now and then um Kurt Russell makes an appearance and they just So cute. They just have it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can just see Yeah. In their just how their love translates. Yeah. There was also a little story that I found that isn't um, alien UFO, but there was a story that Kurt and Goldie, uh, one night they were hanging out, drinking wine at home uh-huh. and you know, kids in bed uh-huh. a long time ago yeah. is when Oliver and Kate were like kids. Okay. And they found their kids old Ouija board. Oh my And Goldie gosh. was like, okay, we should burn this. But first let's mess with it a little bit because she's like me and she's like, let's do this. And shit. I'm Kurt. And I'm, you're Kurt. The, I'm the Kurt Russell. And I'd be like, absolutely so not. We're apparently it straight in the fire through the Ouija board, the Ouija board pretty much hinted that there was a baby on the way. What? And Oliver woke up in the middle of their Ouija session, said he had a nightmare. They put him back to bed 
And a few months later, Goldie Hawn found out that she was in fact pregnant after what? that Ouija session. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, d- my question is, did they have sex on the Ouija board? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking would happen. I don't know. That's very supernatural and it's freaky. It is. It's a little, it's like the, it's like the, I don't know. I don't know how the Ouija board would know that. I've only messed with a Ouija board once and it scares the shit out of me and I'll never do it again. Okay. So sorry for the tangent, but I just, I had to throw in the Ouija story. No, I love it. Right? I love it. Tom DeLonge. Okay. So obviously we couldn't do a celebrity alien episode without mentioning Tom DeLonge. Obviously. Right? Mm-hmm. All the small things. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Are we going to get sued if we use that? No. I should have sang more off key. Usually I'm off key right uh, at the perfect, perfectly. All the small things. <laughs> no one All will sue us for that. All the small things. <laughs> if we do terrible jobs singing their songs, they're not going to claim them. So it's fine. <laughs> so DeLong founded the company To The Stars Academy, which specializes in UFO research and other, quote, fringe science projects. Mm-hmm. This agency is connected to some very impressive people, at least on paper. According to their website, there is a former NASA and Department of Defense advisor for technologies on the board, along with DeLong, for example. That's 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 big time. A lot of the people that work there or on the board or part of their organization, what have you, they have former uh, high-ranking kind of government jobs. Well, word on the street is that the UFO community, the UFO researcher community mm-hmm. at large, is pretty, pretty pissed Tom DeLong is on the scene. Yeah, I know. I know that they don't like it, but, you know, money gets results. So a lot of the people on the UFO scene don't have a, a lot of financial backing. Mm-hmm. So I get the whole DeLong thing, and I know I've heard about, the, you know, a lot of People in ufology don't appreciate DeLong, but if it gets if it gets shit's done, I don't really care where it comes from. If there's someone new on the scene who has I think that that probably also has a lot to do with the fact that this whole thing started because DeLong had a connection with Lockheed Martin, the mm-hmm. defense mm-hmm. company. Yeah. Which is uh, controversial, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't really know what to say about that other than at least DeLong is getting us somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yes. He's a means to an end. Yeah. And I remember when this whole thing first came out about him starting this company and all this shit coming out, and I was pretty fascinated. It was a couple of years ago when I first noticed it. Uh-huh. And yeah. when I first, uh, he started kind of like leaking information. Yeah, you mentioned it to me a while, a long time <laughs> I ago. Know. I was like going nuts. <laughs> I was fucking losing my mind about it. Because I just thought that it was amazing that he would start this company and then that these people that worked for NASA and the government would be on board with it. It just gave him so much more credence to what he was saying was true. Yeah, absolutely. So To The Stars Academy was actually the first to leak the unidentified flying objects footage filmed by U.S. Navy pilots in 2004 and 2015. Mm -hmm. This footage was finally confirmed to be genuine by the U.S. Navy. So this is kind of what we were talking about earlier about how finally UFOs were confirmed Mm -hmm. by the government Mm -hmm. at the top of the show when we were talking about that. Yeah. Which is, you know, years after these Navy pilots said that they saw something. I'm sure sure they appreciate it now. Yeah. (laughs) 
So that admission, along with the U.S. government finally admitting that they had, quote unquote, formally had a UFO research program, really only further the claims that DeLong has been making all along. That aliens do exist, top-ranking U.S. officials know, Mm -hmm. and we are definitely not alone in the universe. Yeah, I mean, if you don't believe that, I don't know what to tell you. I can't help you. If you don't believe that, I can't help you because the fact, if you think that our government doesn't know what the fuck's going on, you yeah. are an ostrich. You think with that your they were dog earing millions of dollars for this UFO research part of the government, that they were secretly researching all this shit. If you think that they didn't find anything after all that research, and if you think that they started that research based on no knowledge, mm-hmm. like that whole thing was started because of something. Yeah. Well, also, okay, let's say you do believe that you're, you, feel like okay maybe the government does know something but they would surely tell us no they fucking wouldn't obviously they wouldn't tell us look at look at the pandemic we can't even decide be, if we should wear masks or not we can't yeah we can't even as by a, the way wear a fucking mask please wear a fucking mask God, uh, if for no other reason you're hiding from your fucking people that you know from high school when you go grocery <laughs> shopping seriously. like that's if that's the only reason I, it's worth it i love wearing a mask so much because it is such a great excuse not to have mundane small talk with people I don't care about. Or some gross old man being like, you should smile. Oh, okay. If old men learn anything from 2020, please stop telling women to smile. I mean, that shouldn't be the only thing, but it should be one of the things that you're learning in 2020. Yeah, there's a lot of lessons in 2020. <laughs> yes, we're going through a metamorphosis. Is this, is this like a, out of the fire comes a phoenix? I, I'm that, I, I choose to hope look so. at it that way. This. Is the fire? Yes. Next year is the phoenix. Yes. Okay. I'm good with that. Me too. Los Angeles itself has a long history with UFOs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's not surprising. In 1942, a truly bizarre event happened in the city of Angels. What was believed to be enemy aircraft entered the sky above L.A. It was a tense time. U.S. involvement in World War II had begun less than three months before. A citywide blackout was put into effect. Sirens rang through the city. The U.S. military began firing at the aircraft around 3 a.m. Shrapnel from anti-aircraft and 50 cal machine gun fire littered the city streets. Wow, fucking scary. Searchlights filtered through the black sky, trying to find the attacker. When night turned to day, the U.S. military and Angelinos were in disbelief. No enemy plane was found. Although during the night, people claimed they saw planes, flashes of metal in the night sky. Even one claimed they saw an enemy aircraft crash into the Hollywood sign. No way. But, like a horrible nightmare... The day proved all of those things to be false. There was no enemy aircraft. This was corroborated even years later by Japan. What is widely believed to have happened is that a meteorological balloon was released that night. Yeah, a weather balloon. Oh. The balloon's silver body could have triggered the alert so soon after Pearl Harbor. That had been in 
December uh-huh. the previous year. Servicemen were on high alert. Yeah, I'm sure everybody was tense. Yeah. Jumpy. Once the weather balloon had drifted into Los Angeles airspace, its color, mixed with smoke, shrapnel, and the night itself, made it seem like something else. With a story this bizarre, it is no wonder that some conspiracists believe that this night was not a run-in with a weather balloon, the convenient scapegoat of the U.S. government, but that it was actually a very close encounter with a UFO. Okay. The photo taken in 1942 that was released by the Los Angeles Times was used to further this conspiracy. Although, I should say, the photo was heavily doctored at the time to make the image clearer and better for publication. Lights were lightened, darks were darkened. Okay. So... The options are that a very nervous U.S. military mistook a weather balloon for enemy aircraft or that a UFO did a drive-by, maybe checking on humanity during an extremely hostile time. Who knows? Perhaps in the near future, the government will have a different story to tell about the 1942 Battle of Los Angeles. Wouldn't it be the first time a conspiracy has been proven to be true? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and that wraps up my, that wraps it up. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Okay. I, I'm going to have to go with conspiracy theorists. It's more fun. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I mean, did, but did they find the weather balloon? Absolutely not. I don't think they found much of anything except for the next day. The whole city was littered with shrapnel and people were running around picking up cartridges and metal and whatever off the streets. That's wild. That's very terrifying to think of all these people in their homes nobody was actually injured by the fire but there were a few people who died of, of heart attacks that night because it was so terrifying so stressful yeah oh my goodness that's weird yeah it's weird it's a it's it's what um that battle of los angeles like alien movie it was what inspired it oh i've never seen that movie and usually alien movies are like on my uh, number at the top of my list it's a it's honestly a very uh crazy wild and crazy story I think that maybe people don't talk about it because the it's, it's uh sensitive it's well it's like a sensitive time yeah it's a sensitive time and also it was like a blunder oh. on our part we shut down an entire city and shot at a weather balloon all night <laughs> that's the story that they're going I mean, with that's the cover so up. like you know after Pearl Harbor and there's so many like serious, sad, horrible things that happened. You're mm-hmm. obviously not going to talk about this. Remember kind that of one time, crazy, like move? seven people died from heart attacks because the United States military, sh- you know, yeah. tried to shoot down a weather balloon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I get it. People were very, very tense. Yeah. World War II, Pearl Harbor just happened. Like it's scary. You see, but an you identified, think, but you would think the meteorological people, however the fuck you say that, who. Who let the weather balloon go? You'd think that they'd give somebody a call and be like, hey, you just so you know, <laughs> there's a weather balloon. There's like weather be- balloons out there. And we know that you're looking right now for, for enemy aircraft. <laughs> yeah. So just be on, you know, just know. Yeah. But or, that that's kind of like everything. The government, none of the branch, none judgment. of the, <laughs> the, the, the none left of the arm isn't yes. shaking hands with the right arm. Yeah. I don't know how you say that. The left yeah. arm isn't talking. They're not. They never, they're never the left communicating. Left arm doesn't know what the right arm's doing. Exactly. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Nobody's ever communicating with anybody and it would solve so many problems, but it's, I guess that's too simple of a solution. 
for the, anybody to do. So that's, uh, I guess that wraps it up for our, um, alien and celebrity encounters. Yes. And, uh, and this is, yeah, our final, final, final. Yep. And our summer series, we hope you enjoyed it. It was fun for us. It was a lot of fun to, to focus one city. I think it was pretty cool. I'd love to do another series. Yeah. Like this. If you like this series, let us know. Yeah. Because if you like series and we we could do more series it just or if there's another um location that has mm-hmm. tons of great stories like obviously LA Hollywood has a ton of great stories yeah. clearly yeah but if there's another maybe there's a lesser known place in the U.S. or around the world that has great stories we would love to tell them yes yes and on that note don't forget love yourself lock your doors and light some sage cheers to that That was great. Am I going to have to edit that out? No, it was a perfect perfect spot. So you can leave it in or edit it out. I'm going to leave it in there. That's what she said.